Fly tells me that Tim Stout from Stout on Sports heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Huge show live weekdays at 3. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. What's up, my man? I'm actually sitting in a pro shop at a local golf course. Came over to see a friend this afternoon, and he's actually got players, Bill, out bundled up walking around playing a few holes of golf. You don't think Michigan's a great golf state, do you? Unreal. Yeah, well, last week I, I heard court, any course that could open up was opening up, some just for walking, others, you know, keep it on the path. But uh, golf fever, uh, it, we're, we're not based on weather, but – an interest. I think we're a, a top, top ten, top seven state in the country. No question, no question. Per capita, especially. He's got a little nine hole course. He's a friend at Brett's Clubs over here to carry grip. He told me he had ninety four players here last Friday. Ninety four. It was early in February, but like you say, I mean, uh, people took advantage of it. Michigan State's baseball coach, they leave tomorrow on their spring trip. He's been outside for about 12 consecutive days playing. They could have had home games. It's It's been the, I just hope it kind of continues so that it's good, so that it gets us closer and closer to spring as fast as we can get it. And what nine-hole right. course are you talking about there in the Lansing area? Indian Hills over in Oklahoma. It's a little neighborhood course. This guy's owned it for 45 years, and his specialty is club repair. And uh, for other reasons, I'm off this afternoon. I did radio this morning, so I'm running past Aaron's, and my wife, who made her first hole-in-one in Florida a couple of weeks ago, I said, do you ever get these things regripped at all? I mean, it's I don't know how she even holds a club. And this guy's specialty is regripping and fixing clubs, and he's a friend, and he's a client. So I stopped by this afternoon, and I said, I can talk to you 10 minutes, and then Bill's calling me. Uh, to shoot the breeze, but uh, at any rate, uh, he's and he's had a 45 years house business. He said it's amazing the business we've done in February on a cold day like today, too, because it's 37. These guys are out playing right now. With the love we just gave him on the game, 7.30 a.m. and statewide, you just got grips free, and maybe you're walking out with a new wedge. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> the pro shops around mid-Michigan all come over here in the winter and have work on all their clubs because he, he's, he's quite a craftsman, to be honest with you. He's a pretty good story. known him for a long time. So on a day when I'm running errands, uh, this was part of the deal. Because I'm back. Now, I was in Florida for 18 days, Bill, over the last month and a half, twice. And it, by their standards, it, you know, 65 degrees was never over 70, 75. But in Florida, if it's 65, you can play golf down there and it's comfortable. And so at, at 65 degrees in Florida, it doesn't do much to go sit by the beach, but it sure does a lot for the golf courses down there. But I don't think they've got what we've got here. And if we had their weather, just think of what oh. it would do to the economy here. Oh. oh. It'd be it'd be like if we had if we had their weather with the golf courses we have and the resorts it'd be one of the world's no. top destinations. Yeah, I'll, I'll stop by sometime. Uh, see that guy. I love those stories with those small, uh, long time owned courses. All right, Timmy, uh, yeah. let's move on. Uh, your thoughts on Izzo, Michigan State, huge win against Illinois after the loss to Minnesota. Uh, Izzo, Big Ten. I know we talked last week that. And you've been saying this for a couple of weeks that Michigan State had the schedule to finish and probably get a higher than expected seed in the NCAA tournament. Your thoughts on this team and their ups and downs? Well, I think the whole key to the season moving forward, Bill, is the help of Tyson Walker. I mean, he's hurt. 
He's playing hurt. And if you talk to any of these athletic doctors, they'll tell you these groin injuries, they're very difficult to heal, especially for a sport like basketball. They kept him out of practice for two days. He didn't do anything Sunday and Monday this week. I don't know what he did today, but they're flying to Penn State tonight. They play there tomorrow night. That's a dangerous place to play. I mean, you would say on paper, if everybody's healthy, which at this time of the year, guys are starting to go down one way or another, or at least they're restricted a little bit. You would say, well, they're favored at Penn State uh, tomorrow night and they're favored at Michigan Saturday night, but are they really? You know Michigan's going to play like crazy with their top player you know, in uniform uh, for the home games, and they beat Wisconsin at home last weekend, and Penn State to me has really improved at home, not on the road as much, although they did win by 14 at Indiana last week, and you know they're going to play like crazy tomorrow night against Michigan State, even though Michigan State beat them by 30 in East Lansing. If Walker can play reasonably close to his level, then the schedule to me favors them pretty well because the only game I see where they're going to really struggle, no matter about that, is Purdue down the road. But beyond that, I mean, the three home games they have left, they'll, Northwestern will give them up the game, no question, but they've got Ohio State and Iowa, and I don't see problems there. I don't see problems there even if Walker is struggling. But I think Tom is, is, is trying to figure out now what's the magical formula to get the most he can get out of Walker and not make his injury worse. Because remember, when you get to March, you got to deal with the end of the regular season, which is jammed up. Then you've got that dumb Big Ten tournament, which really doesn't get you much except a lot of tired players. And you got to play day after day after day till you get knocked out. And then you've got the tournament. So Walker's going to get a lot of busy action moving forward if he can play. And I think Tom's trying to figure out the best the best remedy and the best course of action for him to play and then to rest him and to get him as much rehab and how much is he going to practice? And when he does practice, how hard are you going to push him? That to me is the magical formula for what they have. Because I don't know how they're going to go far. They're going to go with him healthy in March, but I do think without him, they're, they're, it's almost a lost cause. He's that good. As you know, he's that good. And he's that important to them. And he's going to get targeted the rest of the way by all these teams. He's not very big, so he gets beat around, shoved around. He gets hit. And if that aggravates that injury, that can't be good news for them. So we'll see. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports Heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. Huge show is live weekdays in Lansing at 3 on a.m. 7.30 uh, before I let you go, Tim, our Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day. What's one thing, the most important thing the Lions need to do this offseason that could get them over that NFC Championship game hump and to a Super Bowl? What would it be? Well, I think that came up this morning with us. They got, what, 20 free agents? They got to identify the free agents they absolutely cannot afford to lose and don't want to lose, whoever they decide that is. Then with a 29th pick, they need a, a defensive back who's a lockdown back who's going to start right out of the chute and is going to be difficult for someone else. I don't know if they'll trade up. They talk about doing that all the time, but those two things right there, I mean, if they can maintain and not lose in a, in on a sport where players are coming and going constantly because of the way the system works, but if they can, you know, hold the guts of the team together that got them to where they are and they all know each other and they all like each other, and believe in each other, then that'd be great. But as you know, it's a business. And from one season to the next, these rosters change a great deal. And if, but if they can hold the key guys together, whoever they 
they identify as their key guys who are free agents, then I think that's absolutely crucial for them moving forward and gives them a great running start toward 2024. Timmy, I'll let you go. Uh, that grip job on your wife's clubs and your club's almost done. You sold it. You put the cherry on top with a statewide uh, mention. Both of us, Indian Hills, Aaron Okemos, 45 years, one of the great masters in terms of his work on the clubs. I love it, Tim. Tell him I said hello, okay? I will do that right now because he's right here. Yeah, let him know. Let him know because when I'm driving through next time, I'm getting my clubs regripped. I'll tell him I'll make that set up for you. You won't get him done by any better guy. J.C. Peterson, he's been in business 50 years, 45 here. So uh, we're in re- reminiscing over old times. I said, I can talk to you in 10 minutes because I said, Bill's calling me. I said, when he calls, you drop what you're doing. So, anyway. Well, you tell him I said hello, and congrats on 45 years. He's a Lansing golf legend, and I'm serious. When I come through, I'll get my clubs regripped, okay? He's the best, no question. I'll tell him that.